This is The Tallest Kindergartner, brought to you by IHI, Indiana's Health Information Exchange, where our goal is to drive awareness for health, data, and patient care. Hey, Tallest Kindergartner fans, it's John. How does the guy who mows my lawn always know when it's podcast recording day? I, I, don't, I don't know how he knows that. Um, if you hear anything else in the background, it's uh, uh, the cicada brood that's currently infesting central Indiana. Nothing to worry about. Um, so, topic today. Uh, if you are listening to this, you probably know what an HIE is. Uh, and you probably wouldn't flinch if you were put on the spot to explain what an HIE is at a cocktail party or backyard barbecue. Uh, but let me throw out a few other acronyms. Um, do you also know what an APCD is, an all-payer claims database? Do you also know what a PDMP is, uh, a prescription drug monitoring program? Here's a uh, another uh, trickier one. Do you know what an RHIC is? A RIC, a Regional Health Improvement Collaborative. Do you know what that is? Um, so, what do you call an organization that does all these things, including HIE, or at least a couple of them in combination? Is it, is it still called an HIE? Uh, there's a growing number of organizations that do a combination of these things. Uh, CRISP in Maryland, Sync Health in Nebraska. Health Collaborative in Ohio, uh, Delaware Health Information Network, predictably in Delaware, uh, Louisiana Healthcare Quality Forum. Um, uh, these are just the ones I'm aware of. Um, and IHI certainly does valuable and useful things that probably wouldn't be mentioned uh, in your backyard barbecue description of what an HIE um, is and does. Uh, well, anyway, I'll provide my answer uh, to get that out of the way. Um, so that I can be clear that that isn't really the point of this episode. So what do you call it? Many HIE leaders uh, have started using the term statewide health data utility, and that works for me. I'm using that term. Um, And uh, you can check out Season 2, Episode 1 for more on the concept of uh, health data utilities uh, with my uh, friend and peer from Maryland, David Horax. Uh, to be clear, I'm not trying to rebrand the term HIE. Uh, that term is in the national vocabulary with all the nuanced positive and not so positive reactions that term might elicit. Uh, what is much, much more important is getting business, government, and industry leaders to understand the multifaceted needs for health information at the state level or actually, more accurately, within and across each state, not necessarily just at the state level. That, that wasn't very clear. What, what I mean is, is something that I have learned to organize more clearly in my brain um, is that there are health information needs of state government and health information needs of healthcare providers, payers, employers, etc., um, the needs of the providers and maybe the needs of the payers were probably what you spoke to in your backyard barbecue explanation of what HIE is. Uh, maybe, uh, ah, but what about the health information needs of public health, Medicaid, Department of Corrections, Department of Insurance, state policymakers? Who does all that stuff? Yeah, I know some of that occurs inside a given agency funded by taxpayers. But there's so much that, uh, that requires or could be improved by more data, better quality data, more automation of reporting and gathering data, uh, more informed analysis. So again, who does that? 
if there is an organization that's doing that stuff in your state, or at least some of it, HIE stuff, APCD stuff, PDMP or RIC stuff, quality measurement, informing policy decisions, that organization might just be what I'm calling a statewide health data utility. And in states like Indiana, Maryland, Nebraska, Delaware, Louisiana, and others, that organization is a not-for-profit, non-governmental entity that today is referred to as an HIE. Uh, right now, some of you are thinking, yeah, you HIE curmudgeon, but what if that organization doesn't exist in my state? What if the answer to who is doing that or who is doing it well is, frankly, nobody? Uh, yep. That's a big problem. My answer, and you will find plenty of differing opinions, is that every state needs to have a statewide health data utility, period. If they don't, they need to figure out how to get one. Um, I'm not going to leave you hanging there. I have ideas and opinions about how a state solves that problem, meaning how they get a capable statewide health data utility if they don't have one today. Uh, that may be a future episode that I can get into more details, but today I'll be relatively brief. Um, so I'm admitting to the bit of an oversimplification of the rea realities that we see across the 50 states today. We've got three situations. You got a state where you have a pretty good state health data utility today. You have a second situation where you don't but there's an existing HIE that has some of the right ingredients. Maybe there's a strong public-private board. Maybe they have good trust and goodwill in the provider community, stuff like that. And the third situation, obviously, is you got nothing. If you're in group one and you have a capable HIE or health data utility or whatever you care to call it, don't take it for granted. Use it, support it, help it get even better Figure out uh, how to get it to do the next thing and the next thing that your state needs. If you're in the second situation, you have an HIE, but it ain't that, uh, but maybe it could be, start there. Don't give up on it. Build on it. Kick its butt in the most supportive way possible and put it on a path to carry the water it needs to carry in your state because you need to have a statewide health data utility and that. Um, HIE that has some valuable assets to it is, is the place to start. How? Well, more, more on that in a second. The third situation, obviously, is uh, you got nothing. Fortunately, this is only the case in a couple of states, so let me give this answer. If you got nothing but you believe, like I do, that your state should have a statewide health data utility, call me. I have lots of questions, advice, and ideas. Um, one simple rule that I believe applies to both the second situation where you have a nascent HIE and the I got nothing situation is this one. Whatever you do, don't try to start one from scratch. Don't try to start a statewide health data utility from nothing. That was an approach for 10, 20, or 30 years ago. The good news is that it's actually much easier to get the people, process, and technology pieces into place now than it was back in the day. We have several successful models to look at, borrow from, partner with. We know what works now. The harder part of that is that there's one leap that, depending on your state's small p politics, might be challenging. You have to be willing to build a relationship with a capable HIE in another state partner with them, 
buy the services, know-how, or platform you need from them, keep the governance of the thing in your state comprised with all the right people from the right mix of public and private movers and shakers, it's your state health data utility. You govern it, and you were smart enough to build, uh, build it on something that has been proven to work. Okay, I better bring this in for a landing. Last point, um, maybe another future episode on this one. Um, I just spent five minutes talking about state-level and interstate health information needs. What about national needs? What about national interoperability? Well, once a state has a competent and capable health data utility, that entity can be leveraged to meet national needs as well. Offering just one contemporary example, public health surveillance and data reporting. In plenty of states that had a capable health information exchange, or dare I say, statewide health data utility, that organization became central to, or at least darned useful in, aggregating and communicating required data to the federal agencies in the response to the pandemic. So, just saying, statewide health data utility, everybody needs one. Thanks, catch you next time. And that concludes another episode of The Tallest Kindergartner. As always, feel free to email us at info at IHIE.org with questions or feedback. Thank you.